Final Word Ashes Daily. Day three at Lords Jeff Lemon, Adam Collins, where inside, which gives you a hint that the end of the day involved rain. But not all of the day involved rain. Uh, the start of the day involved cricket. And you're going to tell us about that in the space of 30 seconds. And more extra, less ordinary. Westfield, London, Westfield, Stratford City. It did. There was six for 47 this morning. Would you believe it? England blew it again. They had a chance to really punish Australia's bowlers, but they just temperamentally are not disposed to doing it. Harry Brook calling out for 50 was the, the symbol of the chaos. They were all out the 300. 25, which meant Australia took a 91 run lead into the second dig. They're two for 130 at the close, which means they're ahead by 221. Kawaja already 58, not out. He's faced over 750 balls in the series. Oops, I blew it again. I've made a new style <laughs> because I'm saving Test cricket somehow. Um, the Harry Brook dismissal. I, I'm not going to be hyperbolic. I'm not going to say it's the stupidest dismissal I've ever seen. I'm going to say it's in the top rank of stupid mm. dismissals. There, there are many that have been maybe as stupid, but this one was right up there in terms of, like the number of times yesterday that Harry Brook does the back away, jump two feet outside leg stump and try to kind of line drive baseball style and got one of them to the boundary, I think, and mm. didn't really connect with most of them and got a couple of singles here and there. And then this morning he plays the same shot again, edges it into the ground, doesn't work, two balls later same again smacks it straight to come and to cover now i'm not saying you can't play attacking shots i'm not saying you can't be aggressive be proactive take the game on run towards the danger do all the things but when you are playing the lowest percentage highest risk yeah. option to a delivery there is a reason that people don't do that there's a reason yeah. that people haven't played that way because it doesn't work well, and England's bowling coach Jaden Patel was fronted to do media today which is quite funny isn't it the spin bowling coach for England when they're not playing a spinner probably says a little bit about how the way they've sure. gone but he just flatly just I would have loved some candor after playing yeah. saying yeah we, we we didn't get it all right today but it's the it's the when you talk about hyperbolic it's it, that's what it feels like it's over the top it's mm. uh, the way they explain away what happened Ben Duckett yesterday saying oh I should just hit it for six when he was out for 98 off the top edge it's like every night um, we're hearing justification for... It's like um, they're telling us that none of us know anything about cricket. They're mm -hmm. the only people who, who know anything about anything and everyone should just piss off and leave them alone. How about like realising there is more than one way to play test cricket? Mm -hmm. Brat made a really good point on commentary earlier that uh, they, they say they're all about um, free and easy and letting people do what they want. Well, it feels pretty bloody rigid to me. They're being told to play that way or, mm. or they don't fit into the mould. But uh, Ben Stokes doesn't have to. He's well, allowed to play normally. Potentially, uh, right. So I take your point. But nevertheless, there is this uh, prevailing direction of travel, which mm -hmm. is that you do, like you say, run to the danger. When the the gutsy thing they did this morning was actually not try and sc score quite so heavily because Stark was bowling thunderbolts at their head. Cummins was bowling from the correct end, in my view, from the pavilion end mm -hmm. and was building pressure as well with dot balls and, and ma making it as difficult as he could. Stark yep. gets the early wicket at Ben Stokes, second ball of the day, caught in the cord and lovely catch from Green, really good catch from to his right. He's just a phenom in there. But after that, after they... Yeah, probably one over away from Stark being finished. And that's when Brook plays that shot after reaching 50. He only made four runs in the first 40 minutes. Like, he wasn't trying to clobber the ball around. He was actually absorbing the pressure pretty well. He was hitting the helmet. He was hitting the index finger. Like, he'd gotten through the hard bit only to throw it all away mm. in an effort to, I don't know, validate the, the style of play instead of trying to hurt Australia's bowlers. I think I made yep. this point two days ago. Surely, or yesterday perhaps, surely we line out of the match 
um, and potentially the series. This was the day when you try and get Josh Hazelwood out of the match. Mm. Try and break an injury-prone guy. Um, try and make it uh, that Pat Cummins has to back up day after day, the way that Anderson abroad are at the moment, yep. with a three-day turnaround before Leeds. Like there are, there are options for them taking the bigger picture, which could have mm-hmm. done far more damage to them than trying to score it four and over, what whatever was, it worked out to what be. What was Barrett's observation that England have bowled 40% more overs than Australia, yeah. their, their fast bowlers have done, than Australia's have done over the two test matches so far. So there's no work being put into the Australian bowlers. And if you're the English bowlers, you're back at the crease doing your job again. Um, after you know, you, exactly. you, you have a long bowling innings, then you have a short time off, and then you're back there. You spent half of that time batting anyway because everyone's got out. You know, if you're Stuart Broad, you're getting whacked in the face today. You're, yep. you're, you're carrying a big bruise around um, on, on the side of the head. You've, you've had that unpleasant experience of, of being out there. And I mean, and I saw some people saying, well, uh, well, how else are you supposed to score off short pitch bowling if you don't attack it? Well, you know what else you can do is not play it and wait. Because nobody can bowl short forever. Three fast bowlers can't continue barraging you for the entire day. It and remember that they don't want Green to bowl bulk overs, right? Exactly. Like the idea with Green is because uh, he didn't come with any bowling into the series because he was at the IPL. They don't want Green having to put a shift in. And today was a day they could have made it, and yesterday as well, of course, where one of them could have been bowled into the bloody ground ahead of Leeds next mm-hmm. week. It's it's just lacking in all sort of long-term thinking, a test match inside a series of five tests in six and a half weeks. With a three-day turnaround. With a three-day turnaround before the next one. This was a prized opportunity. They Mm -hmm. may not get another opportunity quite like this one. They're out before the second you ball again. Yep. So it starts. So the day starts with Stokes getting out to to Stark, not trying anything extravagant, just trying to turn the ball away. Gets a kind of leading edge that ends up at gully. I know that sounds confusing, but he's trying it's off to the back he, of the bat. Yeah, it's yeah. almost off the back. It's off the yeah. back corner of the edge, I suppose. As he's trying to turn the ball to mid wicket, um, I, I made the point on the the OBO at the time something about Stokes Stark Lords. You remember the, yeah. the World Cup match with Quite. the incredible. Yorker that he bowls. You remember the 2015 with the obstructing the field dismissal? That was that was <laughs> one of our first, uh, probably our first viral video moment. A long that, time ago. That was yeah. Well, um, <laughs> you know, a lot of people had a lot of strong opinions on that at, at the time. It's still out. Sorry, it was, it was out. out yeah. Um, yeah but <laughs> don't start again. Don't start again. Google it. Cameron Green taking any good catches lately? Let's get into it now. But yeah, there's something about those two and this venue that makes seems to make um, significant things happen and yeah. and. Then there it was again, you know, Stark hadn't had a good game with the ball thus far, but he's able to have that early strike and that felt so, so important. Good on him. Like, good on Stark. For, he probably went to bed last night thinking, gee, I've gone around a bit here. Mm-hmm. I've been picked ahead of Boland. I know the surface is, isn't as... Uh, isn't as, as Brad climbs around behind me here. If he's got the MCC laws of the game in his hand, of course he does. Um, the you know you're, you're probably thinking you know if Stark doesn't have if Stark doesn't bounce back well, then maybe he spots in jeopardy again. Mm-hmm. It might be like 2019 where his um, he, the perception was that he couldn't keep it tight enough to select him on more than one occasion. Maybe he ends up in that space again. Instead, like I say, nursery end, he's the only bowler from this end that's got it to really take off and did so mm, repeatedly. Mm. And, and got it to move a bit through the air yeah, and, yeah. Um, and was a nasty customer. So yeah, he, he gets Brook as well with the one slapped away. And then, I mean, Bairstow's kind of on his own at that point with the with the rest of them. Was Bairstow out before Brook? Well, why, well, yeah, no. yeah, he was, but he, you know, it can't, it, stays batting seven and has to do things that he otherwise wouldn't. Yep. Um, it's a soft dismissal. It's one of many. Um, Ollie Robertson yeah, batting... chip to mid-on. Yeah, one. the chip to yeah. mid-on when he was clearly going the aerial route at that point. Was that necessary? I don't mm-hmm. know. But maybe it's informed by the fact that he's batting two spots too low at least. 
well, not at least, he should be batting five like he was last year. Um, Robinson, who was out there for five minutes and tried to play every shot known to man, he's batting eight this week. Mm. You know, it's a bit more responsibility on his shoulders and he wasn't equal well, to Broad, that. Broad batted eight in this game, which uh, oh, sorry. Robinson, no, but which tells you how bad the tail is right, yeah, got if that. Broad's coming in at eight. You know, because then he gets clobbered and a few balls later plays a huge sweep shot at Trevor's head and he's, yeah. a, he's at LBW. And another not out for James Anderson, who I think might have the record. I think he, I think he's got the world record all the time. For, it's in the low 100s, I think. Yeah, low hundreds, 105 or something, mm. not outs um, all of the times when he could have gone on. That got on a history show recently called Storytime. If you like what we do, you might like that as well. You might. Um, so they get wrapped up 91 short of Australia's first inning score and then... It's interesting, right? If you if you'd set this, if you'd mapped this out time wise for England, they couldn't have asked for anything better in this match. They got to bowl on morning one yep. when the conditions should have suited them perfectly, and they got to bowl at this point when halfway through the day the clouds came in. Um, it, it suddenly got stickier and darker and more difficult, and the ball was doing more than it was in the first innings. Whether it was just better lengths for the bowlers or, or whether it was the ball itself, but Anderson's getting it to move around, Broad's getting it to seam. Really tough period of bowling. Mm-hmm. And Kawaja and Warner both found a method to get through it. Yep. Um, Kawaja left the ball beautifully today. He was such a good judge. And, and when he was, he was squared up a few times, but he had such soft hands at the ball that he plays it down. Like he managed to, to find a way to survive. And Warner was going right across his stumps, even more exaggerated than I've seen him in, in the previous innings he's played in this series, especially when Broad was coming around the wicket. Warner's going to the point that leg stump is, is at risk if you know someone with mm, the tail mm. one in at the base of leg, um, a la sort of Josh Hazelwood and Jack Leach four years ago. <laughs> but Warner's getting right across in order to try to guard against any sort of movement off the seam or if it's jagging away, like he can sort of get his whole body behind the line of the ball there and, and almost like rugby tackle it out of the game. And he manages to do that. They bat through 24 overs together uh, put on 61 and Warner gets out at that point but again it's like he's been doing through the series he's done his job by that point yeah I completely agree I think that it was either 61 or 63 wasn't it Uh, it was 63 and I thought they were like that was the time when England had another opportunity to get back in it right they're probably in a in a position in the game where a declaration well I'm getting ahead of myself a little bit here but they they might get declared on and, and set something and we might come to that at the end of the show but um, the better option is, of course, they go through Australia, and, mm. and you're right. And probably the, the greatest compliment you can pay Kawaja, play, pay, pay, pay. Kawaja mm-hmm. um, is that he looked like Chris Rogers at times there. The outside edges he was getting were dying well before the cordon. Yep. He was playing with such soft hands and sort of playing down on the ball. So um, Kawaja's in a beautiful... Um, in a beautiful rhythm at the moment. Warner's not in a beautiful rhythm, right? He's gutsing it out. And I he's think in a hideous all, rhythm, and it's it, kind yeah. of good to watch. It's I think compelling. It's all the more, yeah, it's all the more commendable that he's, I think he's in the series. Mm. Uh, he, he made runs on, on day one here, made a contribution today. Um, I think well, he even made though more, he's not, more runs in his first three innings than he did in the series last time. Right, well, so he's, he's, he's yeah, in I, there somewhere. I, I just feel like, he, yeah, I feel like he's in the series and that um, they're going to keep picking him. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if his fortune changes. Or oh, I say fortune, if he finds some form, because he's had to do it tough, a lot of mm. players find form immediately after having a, a barren period. Well, he's having a, a not barren period necessarily. Yep. He, he's, uh, he's there and thereabouts. And I don't think Australia, that, that's, uh, that's an upside thing for Australia considering um, where he came into this series from. Or if he gets a day where it's like the one that Duckett and Crawley had where you walk out yeah, to open, yeah. the sun's shining, the ball's not doing too much, and, and you're able to express yourself more fully. You know, If you think about the, the Shami Siraj sort of uh, barrage he had to get through yep. in the first innings at the Oval, what he had to get through to start the match at Edgepast, and, and, and then again today, there's been a lot of hard work to do opening the batting. Um, but Broaden Anderson looked much better with the ball through that spell as well, so it was a genuine contest. It's not like... 
it felt like on day one they bowled poorly. They they gave enough release of pressure deliveries and so on. They didn't really do that here. Um, but the Australian openers raised their games as well. So yeah. both it, it was it was a genuinely good contest between you know the 36 year old, the 36 year old, the 37 year old, and the 41 year old <laughs> um, going toe to toe throughout that period. Was, and, and the lack of pace is a, is a factor here too, right? So if you're an aging batter, what do you not want? Mark Wood bowling bumpers, Jofra Archer, like it was here four years ago. When it's a, a test of sort of nous mm-hmm. and skill and so on, it feeds into the batters, I think, at the moment. And for Anderson's part, I feel so sorry for him. Having to bowl day after day after day, um, you know, he had bare starts at the stumps today. I doubt, I doubt he's ever had the keeper up mm-hmm. to the stumps for him at Lord's in his entire test career. And that's probably a, fun- a function of him being a little bit knackered. Yep. He's giving it his all. He picked up a wicket, albeit a slightly fortunate one, when Labuschagne played a really bad shot to get caught at cover. But, you know, I, I don't think... Anderson's bowling poorly. He's not moving the ball an awful lot. Uh, it's the surface that's part of it. Uh, it's not the conditions that he's dominated over here in for, for well, yep. literally 20 years. Um, but he's still there and he's still giving it a red hot go, even though there are probably signs um, that he's not far away from the end. He's on 688 test wickets. Mm-hmm. So I wonder whether he makes 700. I can't imagine a world replays next week mm-hmm. because they're not going to have him playing three days after this with no rest and, and it comes back to our original point, doesn't it? They're not they're not batting in a way yep. that supports their ageing bowlers. Absolutely, yeah. If, if those are the bowlers you're going to pick, you need to think about them when you're batting as well. Um, I mean, I can't believe, say from a, from a purely parochial standpoint, surely they have to let him have a crack at 7.08 wickets and see if he could get past Shane Warne so that an, an English player could be sitting at second on, well, could, on the Well, it could list. be his last Lord Test match. That's yeah. the other thing. No one's got more wickets at Lords than Anderson and Broad's in spot number two. I, I can definitely imagine a world where um, if this does end up going poorly for England this mm-hmm. series where they see that as the transition point. So you talked about um, facing a bit of extra pace and we talked about players getting out playing the pull shot. Josh Tung comes on yep. a bit quicker. First short ball of the day. Kawaja plays the first pull shot of the day, hits it straight to mid-wicket, and he's dropped. Yeah. And and that was Anderson at mid-wicket where I'm sure he just didn't see it. He gets You can see on the replay, he sort of has his hands up here, but he's lost the ball in the crowd because he's, his head's kind of leaning away. Like he doesn't, he knows it's coming towards him, but he doesn't know from where. Uh, like he couldn't yeah. he couldn't pick it out of the, the background. Old crocodile hands, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, and so he sort of tips it through and it, and it gets through him for four runs. So that chance goes begging. And, you know, well, I think more than more than Smith or, or Labuschagne in this series, if there's someone you don't want to drop as England, it's Kawadra. And then Tung gets through Warner with extra pace as well. So, you know, there's something in that. Oh, mm. I'd be very surprised if Wood, if he's, if he's even close to fit, yeah. um, I think Wood plays next week. And I can see a world where Tung um, plays as well. And, um, they have a, a reconfigured attack. So, and, you know, Labuschagne has his his strokes of luck again, might come back to that in the Hall of Fame. But, um, you know, he survives to make 30, makes a contribution again. Um, he's eventually out, sort of accidentally dollying one up in the air, and they end up two down, 130 on the board. They're 221 in front, so that's still a long way. I mean, we've seen this England team chase 350-plus sort of totals last year. I think that would be pretty hard to do on this pitch. I don't imagine that it's going to be a sort of tee off and, and make 350 on the last day kind of situation. But I do think, I think they'll bowl out Australia. I think it's not, it's sufficiently difficult to bat that they will get through. It's not like a, people are imagining Australia will plough on and make 500 and declare. I don't think it's going to be like that. Probably not. I, I, you know, Australia will play the game that England should be playing as far as putting overs into England and knowing that England are going to try and chase anything because Stokes is on the record and McCullum as well. We'll chase anything. We don't accept draws. Any target set we'll go for. Well, if you're Cummins and Provided Australia can bat the majority of tomorrow, they might be ahead by 450 or something, which mm. is, yeah, um, it's uh, theoretically possible, but it's very improbable they'd win from there. That the, the the right thing to do 99 times out of 100 there would be to um, to bat for 
you know, they're left 95 yeah. to 100 overs to bat that out and secure the draw. Yeah, but, bat for um, a draw, you're 1-0 down, you've got three to play at home, yeah. you've got a good chance. But they're not going to do that. They've no. told us. They, they, will, they, will, they will fight and, mm. and flame to the end. And if that means going 2-0 down, well, so be it because the fans will be entertained and, and evidently yep. that's the most important thing. And Nathan Lyon out of the rest of the match, they've been mm. coy about whether he's out of the series. He's pretty obviously out of the series, but I suppose if it's well, a I think half, this morning, maybe he could get back for the fifth test. But this that, morning the, the message was that they were going to tell us more when they got to the ground and we found out more because he was on crutches. So it was, we didn't need to find out more. Um, we, the story was there. But no, they, they didn't call it a tear. They called it a, a significant a strain. strain. Significant strain. Significant strain. So um, more information as it comes to hand or not, as the case might be. But Ollie Pope's the other injury news, I think. Yep. Going down on that shoulder again, he looked really bad. Why is he fielding? Well, he, um, my understanding, my understanding, reading a couple of notes, is that um, the on-field umpire said that Pope would need to bat would need to field in order to bat at three the second time. Um, and now they've, um, they've given um, a, a fresh external injury, means that he still will be able to bat number three right. in the fourth innings. So now he's allowed to not field. So his shoulder's not so bad that he can't hit the ball. But yeah, I mean, he literally, he slid in with his feet to try to stop a ball because yeah. he wasn't game to go in hand. He stopped first. one with his foot. He stopped one yeah. on the edge of the, edge of the boundary rope. It's yeah. old school, fast then, stuff. But the next one you know, slides in at, at, at extra cover to try to field with the feet, unorthodox, and literally just the arm trailing and catching the ground a bit yeah. was enough to send him off. Anyway, that's the day's cricket. Let's get to the Hall of Fame. The final word Hall of Fame. It's when we discuss the most final word moments of the day. Brought to you by Westfield. There's one in the East as well. Don't be confused. Uh, Westfield, London. Westfield, Stratford City. I always remember that song from the early 2000s. My brother used to play. Yeah. Yeah. It, was a, it was a song about Westfield, Parramatta. Oh, was it? I know this is not Parramatta. Yeah. We're not in Western Sydney. We're not. We're not in Kansas anymore, Toto. I'm just um, thinking, go Westfield. <laughs> life is peaceful. Though. We're talking clothes uh, with, with Westfield this week after the wedding uh, mm-hmm. that was had a couple of days ago. So The jo- wedding that was had. That's, that's glorious. Yes. Passive tense for your own wedding. Quite. Uh, <laughs> there was a wedding that was had by uh, some person. Charles Tirrett, Scopes, NA Menswear, French Eye. You'll be turning heads, sports coats, like the one you had on the other day, mm-hmm. trousers, um, suits. Uh, Moss Bros, who I got my tuxedo from. They sure. Were brilliant to deal with um, when, when getting things ready for the wedding. So untuck it if you want to, as you might imagine, untuck your shirt. There's a there's a shop for that. It's probably up your, up your alley, Jeff. So mm-hmm. um, Google uh, London. Uh, Westfield, London. I'm struggling this week. Yeah. Westfield, London, or Westfield, Stratford City, um, or pop into the brand new EE Studio Experience Store where you can test your driving skills on the Samsung Racing Rig for your chance to win a range of top Samsung prizes. Wow, that's not so much about clothes, but no, it is about not. Westfield. It is about racing video games, which you need to wear clothes to play generally, otherwise the seat gets sticky. It's no good. <laughs> Hall of Fame. Uh, what do you got? I'm I'm thinking. Mine is this. Mine is that. Uh, I'm, I'm, I've been meaning to go back and check this to see if Manus Labuschagne has reviewed every LBW in his career. I'm pretty sure he has. But today, he finally got one. His lottery came up. He went, yep, I'll review that. And it was hitting him a millimetre outside the line of off stump and he was reprieved. Well, he shouldn't have been reprieved earlier. Um, and it feeds directly into my anti-Hall of Fame. I don't yep. like doing this too often. But um, broad went the celeb repeal multiple times today. And you know, you guys know how yeah. I feel about the celeb repeal. It's disrespectful to the umpire. It's not in keeping with the spirit of the appeal. I know technically speaking, someone is asking the question because the cordon or the wicketkeeper is facing the central sure. umpire. But I am increasingly sure that an umpire as experienced as Chris Gaffney overseeing his 50th test match this week, sees Broad run around like that and goes, no. 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 And Broad doing that today. Fair enough. I think it cost him a wicket because yeah. in the end, and I don't think... Because Broad's not a reliable narrator on reviews, um, for the most part. A good one yesterday, but for the most part, they're, they're, they're cynical about Broad and reviews, and why mm-hmm. wouldn't they be? Stokes doesn't go upstairs, and that was hitting leg stump. That yep. would have been Labuschagne gone with a lovely inducker. But 
Again, we, we've talked to the MCC about yep. this before. It's not hard to fix. All you need to do is um, is add to the existing law um, to say that players must uh, the bowler must turn make it around. A, make it a descent charge. Well, it's, it's easier than that. All, all you need to do is tweak the law to say the bowler must turn around, um, so that you, so that you are so you can't have a situation mm -hmm. where the bowler runs straight at the wicketkeeper. Sure. It, and as we've always said, the major issue there is that it'll cascade down to recreational cricket, and we know how hard it is to recruit umpires as it is. You don't want um, club cricketers on a Saturday um, starting with this and they yep. surely will because they see it on telly and Broad I'm going to say three times today Broad did the celebre appeal and took off to the slips and three times it was not out and three times they didn't review it yeah, yeah. and this was the third of those so it's not just that he's stuffing himself up with the umpires it's with his own teammates as well because it's boy who cried wolf stuff Absolutely. right? he yeah. does that for the third time that day and everyone in the cordon's like come off it mate like I'm sure it was high or going down leg and I love his enthusiasm right like I love Stuart Broad as a character and as a bowler and as a yeah, he's a lovely bloke as well it's just that this is one thing that he does which it, it is now counterproductive. It's, it's reached yep. a point where it's both ridiculous. It's always been ridiculous. Yep. But now it's also counterproductive. And, and you should just put it away. And Why not just appeal? And it's something where he says, oh, I'd get caught up in the moment and I don't realise I'm doing it. You can't use that excuse again and again. No, no. You can use that excuse once or twice. And then you have to be aware of it. You can't claim that you're bowling and you're not aware of what's happening after like it just doesn't make any sense to say that that's still the case when you've had your attention brought to it that many times and it's not a difficult thing to address you know just show the respect for the game and the officials that everybody else does and ask the umpire that's our hall of fame for westfield london westfield stratford city go and buy yourself some really nice clothes go to charles tirrett i've had their clothes before they're delightful already mentioned moss bros there are so many options google it find it do it. Mm -hmm. All right, this has been the final word. Ashes Daily, day three from Lords Jeff Lemon and Adam Collins. If you like our work, patron.com slash the final word is where you can get more involved with what we're doing. Other than that, we might just see you on day four. I had to go about it.